on, people? Welcome to the Dual Shocker Shotcast number 165. I am your host, Tony Polanco, here with Ryan Meisler. Watch Doge. <laughs> and, of course, George Jimenez. Today's Shotcast is brought to you by Samuel Adams. That's it. The beer of all beers. Uh, we got no David because he's sicky, and um, I'm actually your permanent host from now on. Get used to this fucking face. <laughs> all right, um, George, hit us with those new game releases. All right. So for the week of March 10th to March 14th? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, sure, why not? Let's go with it. We are going with Dark Souls, the Xbox 360 and PSN, Titanfall, Xbox One, PC, and 360 at some point. <laughs> March 25th, people. Oh, you know what? I actually pulled the wrong list. Uh-oh. You fucked up, didn't you? Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> okay, what else is coming out? We could just random shot because, yeah, we got Titanfall, we got Dark Souls, we got fucking... Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty, like... sure, I'm pretty sure 41,784 games did not come out this week. So. <laughs> it's like, oops. <laughs> you let the guy who's been drinking do work, and that's what... I'm you... like, yeah, Uncharted 2 showed up. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that didn't come out this week. Yeah, that didn't come out this week. <laughs> Whatever, guys. My game of the week is yeah. going to be Titanfall. Yeah, all right, that's your game of the week. Uh, my game of the week is going to be uh, Atelier because I'm playing it for review. That's all I'll say about that. Ryan, what about you? Uh, not Titanfall because I have no idea what else came out this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, speaking about Titanfall, uh, George, tell us about Titanfall. Uh, yeah, I reviewed Titanfall. Uh, long story short, it's pretty good, surprisingly. There was the – you know, I played the beta and – yeah. You know, my, my impression with it, I, can't, I left very positive from it because I didn't know what to expect from Titanfall, and the beta was kind of the, almost like the coming out party for Respawn, saying, like, hey, look, it's a real game, and it works. How about yeah, that? Yeah, it works. It works. That's the most important part because yeah, people most are kind of worried about that. Most importantly, launch day, it worked. Nice, nice. People were apprehensive, thinking, oh, no, what if, uh, what if we get another Battlefield 4 situation? I even had mm -hmm. an example, George Node in my review saying, like, hey, I played a pre-release copy, meaning, you know, I got it. There or so in advance, so I got to play on nice servers that worked. But I also waited for the midnight release, so I played again at like 1 a.m. because I was thinking, all right, East Coast people are just waiting to pick up their copy at GameStop, probably some long lines, so 12.15, they're probably out of the store. They got to yeah. drive home, wait for mom to pick them up, or take a bus or mass transit. so I'm like, ah, 12.45, 1 o'clock, that's when the big congestion is going to happen. And boy, was I right, because <laughs> 1.05... I joined a game, immediately booted, and I was like, fuck all. And then I joined another game, and it was super laggy, and I was like, oh, no, this is not going to be good. Oh, man. <laughs> I played for about another hour pretty smoothly. So it was just, I guess it was just that spike initially. It was like, there's so many people. This cloud cannot handle it. <laughs> but it turned out it did, and, it, and it's fine. Uh, I did have one problem. I uh, couldn't get into, like, private parties. And then, oh, okay. And then I was told that it was patched this morning, and now you can get into private party. So right on. Was there any big difference between the beta and uh, the real version of the game that you noticed? Um, visually, not really. I heard the the uh, the resolution is a little bit higher on the beta, and some texture details were kind of in, improved. But the thing is, it, when you're in the middle of a Titanfall match, there's so much going on and so many things blowing up, you kind of don't have that much time to like stop and smell the roses. Even though I do recommend you do that at least once if you're playing it, it's just Sometimes just look up and just see what's going on above your head. Uh, because, yeah, we mentioned and we yeah. kind of broke the story about, there's monsters in this game. And we're <laughs> like, what? 
So yeah, I did one of the stages where there were just flying pterodactyls that would swoop down and pick up your NPC soldiers and like eat them. Whoa, like, like actual pterodactyls, not like robot yeah. pterodactyls or anything? The level is called, uh, in the campaign, is called uh, Here Be Dragons, and they're fucking giant winged beasts that just swing by. Your titans can shoot them down if you want. Sweet. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. And there's another stage where just kind of these big, long-legged beasts that are just kind of roaming around the map. So, ro- robots, explosions, pterodactyls, I'm already sold on this game. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even an, a multiplayer-only guy. I'm like, this sounds pretty fucking cool. But what I wanted to ask you specifically was, like, are there any new modes, more levels in the real version? Like, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean in terms of difference. Modes. There's, uh, you know, last pilot standing. The, the, the big three that were there were the attrition, which is kind of like, it's deathmatch, but it's point-based, meaning yeah. whatever you kill takes away a point from the other team. So that's including, like, the NPC soldiers that run around. So, which is good if you kind of suck, but you still want to help. You just kind of go and farm the NPCs that are running around the map. Yeah. That, at the halfway point, they just kind of drastically improve or turn into robots. I don't quite know what happens there. But they do become more difficult as the as the match continues. But like I said, if you're just terrible, you just kind of farm it, wait till you're tight in the drop, and hopefully you'll kill someone. <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe you'll get lucky. But uh, the good thing about uh, Titanfall is it's very accessible. I, I kind of feel like uh, it, you know, I, I mentioned in the review, you know, people are just saying, oh, it's Call of Duty with mechs, which is not entirely a bad thing, but I feel yeah. like this game is a little bit more approachable than Call of Duty because, like, I was playing last night, and there was already a guy who did their equivalent of prestiging. What? And he, <laughs> he, had, he had 30 hours of gameplay. I was like, who? I'm like, you You are not a journalist. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's insane. Like, was, was he able to carry over his stats from the beta? How the fuck do you do that? No, no, this is the, none of your stats carry over from the beta. I had to do my training all over again. So this was earned. He, he was playing for a few days. I'm like, who, what, GameStop, what GameStop manager are you that just kind of lifted your copy early? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but, you know what? Like... You know, and, and he was a party with a bunch of high-level people, but you know what? My team sort of kind of held our own, considering, you know, a bunch of ones and fives were, were doing okay. And a lot of that comes with just kind of the default classes are just kind of like they're good. Um, just all around, you, they, the, the default class can hold your own. Like, yeah, they had the cooler kind of custom classes. They had, like, special perks, and their guns were more shiny, and they did other things. But at no point did they really, like, pull ahead. I think we faced them twice. They, they, they beat us with a fairly big margin, one match, and the second march, and uh, second match we won, and that was fairly close. So, yeah, considering like two guys on my team had no idea we can wall run, yeah, oh, man, which is great. So, and, and and I'm seeing that because usually in the game, in one of those games that makes like a Call of Duty or even like a Battlefield, sometimes it's something if you're not there week one, you're behind. You, yeah, exactly. You win a match just because people are triple prestiging or they're so high ranked that they have unlocked everything, and you you just have this gun that doesn't, you know, it's like, nope, you you don't stand a chance. You have to just take your licks, and hopefully you'll get there. Uh, yeah, this one just seems like you can just kind of hold your own fairly early. Um, that Those burn cards are kind of like these throwaway cards that you can use per life that'll give you some sort of boost. So it's like, hey, you get to run 50% faster until you die, or here's a super upgraded version of your current shotgun. This should hold you up. So if you start noticing, you start getting your ass kicked a lot, just whip out, you know, use a burn card and see what happens. But, uh, no, I'm liking it so far. My review should be going up sometime today. It'll probably be live some at tonight, or by the time you listen to the podcast, it'll be up. But, uh, but yeah, I really dug it. It's And you think the hype is warranted, right? It, 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 I think it is warranted. I mean, I don't think it's the be-all, end-all of all video games. I do think it's the best shooter on the market right now. Yeah, and, you know, it did. It doesn't like you know. It didn't reinvent the wheel. It just kind of added spinners and just you know, <laughs> chain threads and like little spike kneecappers. 
Like, you yeah, know, there's nothing wrong with that though. Yeah, I mean, you you play it, you do get that sense of like guys who made Call of Duty made this game. Just in the way just the combat flows and just, you know, when you're when you're in close quarters or not fighting in Titans, it does have a very Call of Duty vibe to it. Uh, but just less twitchy just cuz some, you know, people don't die in one shot. You can cloak out of things, you can use stims and bring your health up and boost around. Like there there's a lot going on and uh, yeah, and Joel best described it as like, yeah, you know, you just Imagine just having a seizure every match, because there's those moments where you look out and like, oh my god, those two guys just dropped two titans, and that titan did his nuclear thing, and oh, missiles, look out! And then and then their NPCs is running around waiting to be shot, which is great. But Yeah, I was going to say, like, with, you know, from what you played of the game so far and everything, do you think that, like, Titanfall is going to be kind of like a flash in the pan, like, you know, get really popular really quickly since it's a big next-gen release now? Or do you think it is something that, like, come October, November might, you know, have more of, like, a... Do you think it's going to be, like, a long-term kind of game where a lot of people will be playing it for, for a while, you think? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think it's va- I think that's valid. Um, I think it's got legs to kind of stand on its own mm-hmm. because when you start thinking of... Like, I know for a fact this is going to kind of di- uh, replace my 15-minute-a-night multiplayer game that most people have, which is usually a Call of Duty or a Battlefield. Right, yeah. Uh, and considering that Battlefield is still kind of broken, like... <laughs> It's uh, my, my luck is like, it's still pretty broken. So. Yeah, yeah. My, my luck is just be honest. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. luck is probably fifty-fifty with Battlefield. Like some nights it works just fine, and some nights I'm just like, I can't get into a match. And I know there's people playing. Like there's a couple million of these Xboxes, and I'm pretty sure everyone, you know, a lot of people bought Battlefield, so someone's got to be playing this. Right. But yeah, I think it's gonna replace that. Uh, I think it's gonna replace whatever current shooter you're on next gen. Titanfall just is taking it over, just because the party system when it worked it was. Excuse me, too much beer. But um, when the party <laughs> system worked, they worked fine, and it was, you know... I forgot what it was like to play games with friends again, and that's maybe really important, considering, like, the match sizes are 6 versus 6, or a little bit more intimate, and you do feel like you're pulling weight, you're pulling your own weight in there, or, like, you're, you're contributing to something. Because in Battlefield, there's, you know, there's 60 people on screen, so if you can yeah. stand around and not do anything, you can still kind of win... Or lose, and just like, ah, oh, whatever, you can kind of shrug your shoulders at it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you start slacking in Titanfall, like, people are going to notice and call you on it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because there's so few of you there, so, yeah, it kind of makes yeah. sense. And, and, yeah, yeah. And like and I get... said, you make that decision early, like, hey, I suck. I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to farm these guys so I can call down my Titan quicker, and then maybe I can be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. All right, so um, you want to say anything else, Ryan, before we move on? No, that's good. That that's was my big question about it because just like there's so much hype around the game, and you know it's it's like the big Xbox One you know release so far, and that that's just the kind of thing I was wondering was whether like it's something that like you know come the holidays like people will still be caring about, still playing, or if it's just going to be popular for like a month or two and then people kind of forget about it. But yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, yeah. so uh, the big thing that happened was they released a couple of videos of Watch Dogs. It's not looking that good, is it? Don't you feel like uh, there's gonna be a video every week about Watch Dogs? Like now that we have a release date, I feel like we're just gonna be just bombarded with like trailers and that's I mean, Resolution Gate withstanding, I didn't think that story trailer looked that good. Like I just like there were you know like so we knew so little about that game's plot and then when we finally did, I was like, Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I actually have a theory as to what happened with the graphics. Cause I, I was talking to some people on Twitter, and they were like, oh, yeah, the, the one we saw at E3, that was the PC version. That's why it looks that good. That's why the console versions don't look that good. I don't think that's what happened. I honestly think what we saw at E3 is smoke and mirrors. And people listening, call me out on this if I'm wrong. I believe that when we see the actual PC version, the one that people will actually play, I don't think it's going to look that good. 
and this is why. When we saw at E3, it was just a little piece of the city. It wasn't the entire game. It was just that... That little slice, yeah. Oh, we lost Tony. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Full open. Hello. It's going to take a hit. <laughs> I love you froze you know? like this. Like... <laughs> he froze like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I froze, okay. How big? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't control that. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's what I think. I think when we see the actual PC version, it's not going to look that different from the PS4 version, which is mostly what these videos have been showing us. Because there's no way, I mean, it's night and day how different the game looks now. So that's what I think, you know, is happening. Whether This isn't talking about gameplay, but I don't know how the game's going to play. I'm just talking about graphics. So I honestly believe the PC version will not look that good. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you guys think about the whole downgrade gate, or as they as David called I mean, it, downgrade gate? I, <laughs> Go ahead, I always keep my expectations in check, because, like, I remember with The Last of Us when they showed that at E3, and they did that, dev, that stage demo, um, and they had all this stuff that, you know, they showed off, like Ellie throwing bricks at enemies and stuff like that, and then when the final game came out, none of that was in there. That, you know, they just had that yeah, kind of stuff in there. True. They had that stuff in there for the E3 demo, so that's why I kind of, like, keep my expectations in check a little bit with stuff like that. So the Watchdog stuff doesn't really surprise me, um, especially given how, you know, after it was delayed, you know, from coming out in November, then it's kind of gone quiet, and they haven't been showing as much of it. So, you know, I'm just I'm just kind of waiting until it comes out to make my final judgments on it and all that, so. Yeah, I'm actually kind of watchdogged out, so it's like, any news yeah. I watch, I'm like, is the game out? Because then I don't care. Yeah, it was one of those games where, like, you know, when they revealed it, you know, a year or two ago or whenever, like, they showed, like, so much of it at the time, and now all of a sudden it's just kind of, like, dropped, you know, they haven't really shown as much of it, so... You know, it was like one of those things. I think they were just showing way too much of it at the very beginning, and now as it's nearing closer, it's just kind of like they're not really showing enough. Um, you know, when they probably should have done, gone the opposite way. But. Yeah, a little bit of a Bioshock Infinite situation. It shows so bit, much, yeah. and then it just yep. went away. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it's it's just interesting what happened. So, you know, I mean, and, and we even um, Giuseppe put up a, a like a couple of videos and stuff, comparisons and stuff, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's just not looking that great. You can clearly see in the lighting, and it's like, yeah, they, the lighting's been downgraded, a lot of the shadows and stuff, so maybe, like I said, maybe what we saw at E3 was just, like, a super PC version, meaning, like, the consoles can't even do this, most PCs aren't even, we just need, we need just the flashiest thing we can show someone to, like, introduce this game to the world. Or yeah, I agree. Later on, they showed us something that was similar. But yeah, I had someone ask me earlier, it's like, oh, do you think this is kind of like an Aliens Colonial Marine situation? I'm like... I don't think it's the same way. This seems more like a marketing kind of thing where maybe they're just kind of slowly showing what the game really is going to look like subtly. It's like, hey, let's kill some shadows in this trailer and then we'll gradually kill that lighting because <laughs> what we wanted to put initially will destroy PS4s and Xbox Ones so, or, or NPCs. So I don't know. Yeah, I, they, I, yeah. I have the more wait-and-see approach for Watch Dogs. Yeah, um, it does have a release date now, people, uh, May 27th. Um, and yeah, I, I think you're you're totally right about that. And they actually put out three screenshots today. I'm like, that those aren't screenshots. This is like heavily doctored screens. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, yeah. The, uh, no, I was going to say for the release date, because the release date is for all the versions except the Wii U, right? Except the Wii U, yeah. The, yeah, the Wii yeah. U is to be determined. We don't yeah. know when that's coming out. It's not out. coming out. <laughs> <laughs> It's, so yeah, if you're a Wii U only owner, um, don't hold your breath. We don't know when that fucking game's coming out. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Wii U owner, you weren't getting a Wii U to get Watch Dogs. You were getting a Wii U to play Donkey Kong or some, you know, or yeah. you know, Smash Brothers. Like you, your Wii is your secondary system. You know, that's that's yeah. 
necessarily. Let's just be honest. It's a secondary system. This is your second system. The way the Wii, the Wii was everyone's second system. You had you had an Xbox, a PS3, and a Wii. Though you had one, you had one or the other, but you also had a Wii because just in case, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, surprise you, and you're like, oh crap! How, how can I not have a Wii to play Mad World? Holy shit! Let me run and do this. Like, yeah, who is the person that only has Nintendo? How do you like survive in this gaming environment? <laughs> I, that, that's interesting, right there. No, I only buy Nintendo. I've known, and that's it. I've known a couple of people who only own just Nintendo consoles because, like, no. Yeah, like, yeah oh, back in the '90s, it was fine. No, I've, known people, I've known people that just have a Wii, and they were just like, no, I'm happy with this. Wow. Like, I mean, but, honestly, if I just had a Wii and Smash Brothers, I'd be okay. I, yeah. I, I'd be <laughs> okay. fine on just that. So. That's, yeah, I don't know, man. I remember one time I went to Applebee's and the guy was like, hey, uh, I heard there's a new Batman game coming out. Is it coming out for the Wii? I'm like, no. There's no Batman games coming for the Wii, my friend. Get yourself a real system. That's exactly what I told him. We got the Armored Edition on the Wii U. Yeah, the Wii U. Yeah, this was when the Wii U wasn't even like invented yet. This was way, way before that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see about Watch Dogs. I mean, I'm still interested because I like Ubisoft and I like open-world games, and it seems interesting with the whole hacking thing. But, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm a little tapped out. I don't need to see Watch Dogs. I'm, I'm a little tapped out. I think the more I'm learning about the plot, I'm just kind of like, oh, fucking kill me. <laughs> I killed my wife. And I've got yeah. <laughs> I heard the term, and it made me so happy when I heard it was uh, an iPhone Batman iPhone Batman. Okay. What it is, he just walks yeah. around and fights crime with an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think the ultimate fear is, um, and I think we've been saying it for a while, is that this is going to be like kind of a, like an Assassin's Creed. It's like this is a proof of concept, some cool foundations, but the story and everything else is going to be kind of bleh. But Watch Dogs 2 is going to be amazing. <laughs> we'll see about I'm going to say that with certainty. You heard it here. Watch Dogs 2 is going to be great. When it comes out in 2016, 2017, right, it'll know. be good, yeah. <laughs> well, if it's like Assassin's Creed, it'll be out in 2015, right? Actually, yeah, no. Right. Yeah, 2015. Turn it right out. Yeah. That's true. Part 2 will be amazing. All right, uh, moving on. Um, The PlayStation Now, uh, we may have gotten a little hint of what it's going to cost. Now, I actually wrote an editorial about this, one of the first editorials I wrote for the site. Um, I assumed they were going to do a like a tiered thing, you know, like you pay this much. Yeah, like a subscription of some subscription. sort. Subscription. It doesn't seem like that. It's like this was like um, the last one was like forty nine dollars. Uh, another game was nine 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 ninety nine. A couple other games were like fourteen. I'm like, so you're gonna have to pay for each game individually. Is that how it's gonna work now? That seems a little. I don't, I, know, I don't know. There were rumors about them doing a subscription model, and I imagine they probably will. Um, you know, but again, we we don't really know for sure yet what they'll do. But I mean, um, so yeah, I don't really know. So let's say I have my PlayStation Now subscription, and let's say you see the Last of Us for forty nine ninety nine. So does that mean for that forty nine ninety nine, I can play that on my Sony TV or my Vita and like my Xperia phone? Is that is that's what you would assume, right? Is this going to be like a cross buy, or do we not know that much information yet? No, they said that it's going to be pricing, and was yeah. like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> that would be stupid if it was like, okay, you got to pay this much for the Vita, this much for the PS3, this much for the PS4, this much for your PC. That'd be no, they dumb. can't. Yeah. They can't they do can't, something gonna, like yeah. that because it's, it's retarded. <laughs> they gotta. They gotta keep it as simple as they can, especially for something yeah. like because that's the beauty of something like Netflix, where Netflix you just pay the monthly fee and then you can use it for any device anywhere you want. You know, so if they do that, then it's just going to be splintering their market way too much by trying yeah, to do so that. so I'm pretty sure it's going to be, you know, you pay, like, you know, four, $49.99, you get it on every PlayStation system you have. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's going to work. The <laughs> fact that it's individual pricing, if that's what... It's it strange. Out, yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Why I, would you do that? 
I'm, um, I'll be curious to see what they're going to talk about at GDC because they're unveiling some. There's some hot scoop going on at uh, GDC that even Shuhei is going to be there, and he doesn't. He doesn't just kind of show up to be like, "Hey, man, we're 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 cranking out some RAM." We're yeah, no, you're not going to fly a dude from Japan just for that bullshit. Yeah, you know, so, you know so. they'll probably unveil that whatever VR thing they're working on, or uh, maybe they'll talk a little bit about now. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they got deep into the uh, now service and. Because I'm curious. Because I mean, to me, that's I think that's really exciting, and I like that idea. Like, if I can pay like you know nineteen ninety nine a month to play like PS two games or access to PS three games, that'd be amazing. But yeah, totally, we'll totally. But if we but if we know if we know our Sony, and I think we do, is when they first introduce a new idea, they char they have no idea how to price it. Like yeah, hey, PS three six hundred dollars. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Get a second job, people. <laughs> oh, that was ridiculous. All right, let's move on to some gaming news. I'm going to throw a little couple of things in here that were in the show notes. Uh, the Witcher 3 has been delayed until February. And, again, good. It del- if the game needs to be delayed to polish it up, do it. I'm all the for reason, that. Though. If you tell me the reason is polished, I'm okay with that's that. That's exactly what they said. That's not what they said. All right, fine. That's, that's exactly what they said. This isn't a Rayman Legend situation where it's like we're gonna no, delay no. it. You know, I so. just want it to be like, hey, you know, it's like, hey, we got, you know, you know, they're they're trying to hit their up, you know, their deadlines and something, and it's like, you know, they want to hit a May deadline. They're like, yeah, that's not gonna happen, dude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not the case. They they said you know the game is so big, so expansive that they need more time to really polish it up. Which is fine. There are so many games coming out this year. I, I don't mind this. Like, can, can we just do like an early access thing on PC and be like, I'll play it broken. I don't care. Dude, <laughs> I will play it broken. I'm I'm totally okay with that. Were you looking forward to it? Oh man, I love The Witcher. The Witcher is by far one of my favorite RPGs ever, and they have they do moral choices the right way, where there's no scale. It's just look, these are choices and these are fucking consequences. There's no good. There's no bad. Your guy, you know, if you want to role play him as a good guy, good luck finding a good decision. But yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I was to say I'm okay with the delay because I I just bought Witcher one and two on sale a couple weeks ago, so now it gives me time to play through those. So I'm nice. good with that. So <laughs> I mean, even if you want to skip Witcher one, even though Witcher one's not bad, and your save will carry over for Witcher two, definitely get the Witcher two. Witcher two is just amazing, just yeah. by just looking at it. Like you, you, when you're playing Witcher two on, and I'm, I'm guessing on the PC, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. on 360 as well. Yeah, it's on 360. And, you know, it doesn't, it's not a bad port on 360 either. Yeah. But you, uh, when you look at it on PC, you kind of sit there and like, I th- it's like, this looks kind of next-gen. Like, mm-hmm. th- those graphics are no joke on Witcher. Yeah, they look pretty nuts. Just good. Hmm. That's, and, um, go that's ahead. so long. Yeah, so, yeah, um, but, I'm, you know, it's fine. You know, delay it as long as it comes out well. Uh, I just hope there's not going to be a game dump in February because it always seems like there's always a specific month that everybody's like, throw your games out there now. Well, it, anything before March. Well, the fiscal year is up. That's just when the big stuff's going to come out now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Look at March. I'm like, oh, we're just getting swamped by fucking games now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we got Titanfall this week. Dark Souls. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I love, I loved, I love not to play Dark Souls. So I. I <laughs> Yeah, like, Dark Souls. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I, I can get a couple hours. I respect the hell out of it, but it's like I don't want to put myself through the aggravate. I, I think I like myself too much. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I never have gotten into them, just because like I'm afraid a little bit <laughs> to play the games. Like, if you want to talk about like if you want to talk about like a good feature, just kind of like dip your toes into Dark Souls and just keep a journal and just like what it was like and how you felt when you first killed your first boss that killed you a hundred times. Yeah. Those are great. It's a great feeling, but it's like it takes a certain type of determination to get through a Souls game. 
Yeah, it's funny you say that because, uh, see, you're coming at it from the positive standpoint. Like, I like myself too much with me. It's, I don't hate myself enough to play these fucking games. I played Demon Souls. Remember when it was free on PSN? Mm-hmm. I played that, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? This is torture. I, I should, like, take a hot, like, fork and just jab it into my fucking but ear. It would have the controller down because I had that same way in Demon Souls where I was just yeah. like, I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Why do I keep dying? And I'm there for another six hours playing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so I, I'm not dealing with Dark Souls. It's just then, like self flagellation just like, nah, nah, just whipping yourself in the back. That's, that's, yeah. that's the Souls game. But yeah, oh, we've Dark Souls. We got uh, Metal Gear's next week, right? Metal Gear's next week, and yeah. Infamous is next week. Uh, Infamous is next week. But I mean, Metal Gear's only two hours, so you can just kind of. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's all good. It's all right. I think all that right. I'm going to yeah. get as a direct download. Like, I. I don't think I'm going to need a retail copy for that. I'm just going to physically download it on my Xbox One. Yeah. But, oh, man. Big, busy month. I'm kind of curious to see what... uh, I saw some uh, videos for... We posted up... uh, They did, like, a live stream of uh, Second Sons in London. Oh, yeah, Second Sons. You know what? Since you brought it up, speaking about live streams, somebody was live streaming Metal Gear this weekend, Metal Gear Solid Five. I would not be surprised... The funny thing is, if you go to if you go to Twitch, the first thing says you're not supposed to stream Metal Gear until the 18th, well, and then yeah. I had that on Titanfall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Twitch app got updated, so people on Xbox One can now broadcast their games, which is amazing. Yeah. It's it is a very it's almost better. I'm gonna say it's probably a little bit better than that PlayStation 4 Twitch app because this is super easy. You literally say Xbox broadcast. And the Twitch app comes up. The little sidebar has your camera, nice, looking at you, and the chat, which is amazing. So you can just sit there and read the chat, and if you're like, you know, screw it, I don't need to see any of these people, they don't need to see me, you can unsnap it and just play the whole screen yourself, and the very bottom of your screen says, you're broadcasting to X many people. Okay, and, that's good. Yeah, that, which is pretty cool. So, But yeah, they immediately said, you cannot broad, you cannot Twitch Titanfall to March 11th. But yeah, but then I still saw like a channel, literally just 50,000 people watching Titanfall. I'm like, Yeah, that's what happened with Metal Gear. It's like, don't stream. It's like, why am I watching three streams right now? And then every one of these guys was from the United Arab Emirates they, I get maybe you could get away with it over there. I don't know. <laughs> Your silly streaming laws don't apply to us, silly Americans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I gotta say this about the, uh, the streaming thing on PlayStation. It's fucking bad, dude. I was like, what is? Oh, we lost Tony again. I love we it. We lost Tony again. Space <laughs> <laughs> over. Yeah, and I'm a Metal Gear guy. You sucked Tony, so face, bad. Like, your face froze before you froze a little bit before because it looked like you were just yeah. sucking on like a sour Skittle for like <laughs> two days. <laughs> um, yeah, the guy I was watching. By the way, when people watch this again, it won't be all that crazy. The guy sucked. The guy fucking sucked. It was like, I, okay, isn't PlayStation supposed to have a feature where you, you could play for people? I wanted to do that for this guy. I'm like, give me the controller. I will play for you, dude. You are terrible. Ooh. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was, they, yeah. There's some weird thing where you get to like watch people play. I think it's, it, I think it's one of those features that just kind of like secretly disappear. Like, hey, remember the Kinect was supposed to take, like, was able to like scan stuff and put it into the game, or yeah, or that game where you talk to a boy or something like that. <laughs> no one just talked about it after. I was like, nope, I don't know what you're talking about. No. Oh, Milo, right? Milo, um, is Milo? Yeah. Peter Molyneux, that guy's crazy. I don't know what he's talking about. That, Peter Molyneux is the king of telling you stuff that will never come to pass. He will sell you on anything, and it won't happen. People like I like people like that. Even though they're flat out lying. And you know what? It just gives you that you like that sense of whimsy and hope. You're just like, oh man, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to next gen. You can fucking scan a skateboard. That's crazy. I don't know why, but yeah, I want to do that. You can talk to a little boy on your TV screen. You can talk to a little boy who feels and grows up, and I'm like, oh. 
don't want to do that. Like, it's creepy and it's dumb of all things. But, yeah, so yeah, I was like, can I play for you, dude? Like, is that feature yeah, available yet? Give me, that. Let me take control. I remember that when it was announced. It's like, yeah, at any given moment, you can just be like, hey, man, do you need me to take over this part that you're playing? You're having difficulty in Demon's Souls. Do you, do you want me to jump in? I was like, yeah. all right, great. And I was like, yeah, they, they, they kind of never spoke about that ever again. Yeah, right? I was telling my, my it friend. It was the reveal at E3. Yeah, yeah, it was the reveal. That's where they said it. I was My, my friend Michael Crawford, who used to be on my other um, podcast, he is a big trophy guy. And I was like, dude, you know how much money you can make by getting trophies for people using this fucking app? It would have been insane, you know? But um, I was never big on trophies, but now I, 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 I trophies never had that appeal for me. But achievements, I, I think it's just the ding. I, I think if if Sony, some people are like that, yeah. If some people used a better sound for the trophy and made it a little bit more prominent, like, you know, I understand you don't want it to be in the way, but I love that a big fucking thing comes up on my screen on Xbox. It's like you fucking achieve whatever you did was amazing. That we need to we need to obscure your vision. <laughs> you got past the tutorial. That yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> Forty points. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I I was a big uh you know trophy whore. I got fifty one trophies. I let you know how committed I was. But when I became a game journalist, I had to stop obviously because I got to play a million fucking games. Um. Anyway, another cool thing that happened. Strider was the best-selling PS4 game on PSN. That makes me very fucking happy. That's great. I love that. Yeah, isn't it great? Thief I love when non-next-gen game becomes yeah. <laughs> next-gen game. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You know, it's like people care about gameplay. That's beautiful. You know, so I, I just needed to throw that in there real quick because I love that game. And that was the first review I wrote where people were like, Tony, your review got me to buy the game. So... I think I contributed somewhat <laughs> to, to, to the success of it. Let me have my moment. All right, um, I want to talk about um, the Amy Hennig situation. Uh, basically, uh, you know, they said that Neil Druckmann and um, one of the other guys forced her out. She, that didn't happen. Evan Wells came out. It's like, this didn't happen. You know, we want to put this whole shit to you know bed already. It's ridiculous. What do you guys think about that? I'm, I'm glad that they clarified that because I know – when those rumors are coming out, I'm like, this doesn't seem right. And it just seems like a lot of people trying to, like, you know, throw flack against Druckmann and, and uh, Bruce Strally for, for supposedly doing this. But yeah. I'm glad they came out and said it. It's like they threw her out a window. Like the, yeah, yeah, that's what it yeah, sounded exactly. like from the rumors. Like, the language um, was weird because they forced out. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I was like, they, they, yeah, just, the yeah, they literally pushed her out. Was <laughs> it? Like, she came in yeah. and, where the fuck is my desk? And what desk? You don't work here. It's like, oh. Yeah. Because then, yeah, because then that, that drew a lot of rumors of people being like, you know, oh, they're going to take over the Uncharted franchise and blah, blah, blah. So I'm glad they cleared it up. I mean, they still they still haven't cleared up exactly why, you know, she was for, like, why she left or, yeah. you know, what the reason we was got, for it, but... The, the PR answer, and, you know, at some yeah. point, I mean, like, had to say something, because it's like, look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to respond, because people are making up some crazy-ass stories, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they did that, so... Yeah, I mean, and, and she'll find she'll find work elsewhere. She's she's worked on a ton of great games. Um, we've mentioned, hey, maybe she'll go back to Legacy of Yeah, that's yeah. what I want. <laughs> <laughs> if Microsoft is smart, they'll be like, hey, you should you know work on some of our franchises. We got a Halo game that needs fucking they they it would it needs rewrites. Can you come help? <laughs> like uh, exactly. And I'll speak about Neil Druckmann. He will be writing the Last of Us movie. One of those things again. Yeah, I like the fact that there's going to be a Last of Us movie. The problem is. It's a video game movie, and we haven't seen any good video game movies ever. So, yeah. The problem with the Last of Us movie is what made the Last of Us so good is you had this really touching story, but you were actively a part of it. Yeah. Like, the whole idea... Like, take the opening sequence. Like, if we were just there watching mm -hmm. 
Joel deal with his daughter. I'm sure it'd be just, you know, I'm sure it'd be rough to watch, but you know what? At this point, you're, you know, you're physically holding on to her. You're hitting up on the joystick to move. That has a bigger emotional impact than you do watching it because Watch Dogs, yeah, it was a great story, but the fact that it was, you know, that you took part of it is what made it so well. I mean, I'm pretty sure if we just kind of sat back and watched, excuse me, and watch uh, Last of Us cutscenes all string together on YouTube, it won't hold the same weight that it would, which is what a movie is. A movie is just, when you think about it, it's just, it, Think of it; it's going to be a, it's going to be like a long Last of Us cutscene. Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure it'd be well done, well produced, but I don't think the that weight's going to be there. Where it was like, no, I did this. You know, I had to shank that dude over there. Like, you know, I had to shoot the doctors in the hospital. Like, that's that that's something you had to do. You weren't you weren't passive. This wasn't a passive experience. You were. Yeah, there, but I think. Decision. Yeah, I think at this point, I mean. What you're talking about, it makes sense. You know, it's taking some away, but I think at this point it'll be a small blessing if the movie just turned out good. Considering every video game movie that's come out, I think that'll be. Let's start with that. Let's make a good video game movie, then worry about the other stuff. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. A lot of it comes, you know, the big part's always the writing, but you know, if if you know a bit about movie production, the, literally the movie can fall apart at any given moment. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of how good the acting is, it could just be poorly edited, just poorly shot. The director could just be a maniac and decide, I want, I want a lot more quick cuts. Why the fuck not? Like you know, it's like, you know, so I, you know, I just sit back and like, hey, if they're gonna make a Last of Us movie, fucking great. I, I, I will probably watch it. So let's let's do it. Yeah, yeah, this is actually the the topic of my next um, editorial I'm writing, which is about like video game movies and specifically the the Last mm-hmm. of Us movie. So, um, so yeah, you'll you'll see some of that discussion probably coming up soon once once that gets done. So, definitely, that's awesome, man. It yeah, be, yep. Well, 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 yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, it'll be good, but I'm not. I'm I'm a pessimist by trade, people, so <laughs> I'm not expecting much. Um, yeah. Stick, yeah, sticking with Sony, uh, Jack Tretton left the company. Um, Good old Jack. Yeah, good old Jack, man. So, you know, we wish him good luck. Only executives I like. Yeah, I liked him. He, he, it seemed like I would actually like to hang out with him. Some of these other guys I'm not too sure about. He was good at press conferences. Like, he had this, like, he was there for, what, like 19 years or something? He yeah, like, he was there since Sony's, like, the, yeah, so, you know, PlayStation's inception, the first one, PlayStation 1. He was there from the beginning. So, yeah, he, he's he's a road dog, man. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I loved like his early days where he literally showed up and was like, "Hey, I don't know what I'm doing up here, guys. Sorry." Like it was it was great. Like and and you know I I was talking to someone before about like likable executives and it's like like you you think of, like Microsoft Don Matrick who was just totally not likable. He was like yeah, he was not relate to his audience. You know, he went there. You know, thought he was kind of like hot shit. It's like, hey, I know better than you. This you gonna love this. Like Jack Turner was a little bit more humble. I mean, if he thought that, that's different. And it was just like, listen, I don't know anything about video games. I'm just up here because Sony asked. It looks cool, I guess. If you guys like PlayStation stuff, here you go. And then you can you, you saw like a kind of an evolution of him being more comfortable and then like really enjoying himself on stage and really getting excited over PlayStation yeah. stuff. Whether whether he played it or not didn't make you know didn't make a difference. But he kind of saw that like other people were excited about it and he had good energy on stage. So it's like it's really tough to find uh, not only a good executive who can like run a company. But someone who has like a good PR face and like has no problem addressing the press or just holding big conventions and not look like just a robot reading a script. Yeah, exactly. And this is another one of those cases where I would like to know what happened exactly. Why did he decide to leave? I mean, he 19, just didn't do his contract, yeah. so he probably just left like on a high note. It's like, listen, PlayStation's doing great. He goes, I can probably just get a better job somewhere. He goes, I can, I can, you know, handle a bigger company somewhere. Like, he, this is going to lead to another CEO job, and he's going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, I launched this thing called, like, a PlayStation 4, and it's like, you know, it's doing pretty well. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I think he left at the... If he was going to leave, he left at the right time because he left on top. 
and he, the company was not on fire, which is great. And yeah, so yeah, good, good on you, Jack. It's good he left now, not during like the PS3 launch or something like that. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine having that on your resume, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's still on his resume, but yeah, it's still on his resume, but it's buried now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, okay, uh, the creators of South Park. Uh, what, no, my man? favorite is still Steve Ballmer, though. Like just. Oh yeah. Getting up there all sweaty and yelling and like no idea whatever I had no idea what Steve Ballmer was saying because you're always so distracted by just how like how like sweaty and uncomfortable he was to be there. But he was super excited. He just fucking yelled all the time and Steve Ballmer. Yeah, out. there you go. Um, okay, anyway, moving on. Um, South Park. <laughs> yeah, George, you kind of fucked me up there. Um, so yeah, basically th- this is kind of interesting. They said that video games are not a writer's medium. Now, if you look at it, it's like what the fuck is he talking about? But then you actually read it, it's like okay. Comedy writing is not for video games, and they have a good point. Um, comedy is all about timing. It's a little bit harder to get that when the timing, you know, is not really there because you have an open world where anything can happen. Character, you know, person has um, agency. I hate using that fucking term, but they have control over their character. So, why yeah. What do you not like that word? It, it seems so pretentious to me. It's like, oh yeah, this takes agency. It's like, oh god, like it's <laughs> a great word. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I just mean, been over years. Started using recently. Like that word's been around. Like that phrase has been around for a while. But I feel like there was like a resurgence of that phrase of like player agency. I think like around when Walking Dead first came out, season one, I heard that that term started coming up a lot. Yeah, so that's why I'm like a little burn eye. So I'm like, oh, Tony, why did you fucking say that? But it's a, it's a good it's a good term. Um, it, it, it just means player choice. I mean, yeah, player choice. Yeah, it's a but, family um, way of saying player choice. Yeah, but I agree with them, and they haven't been the first guys that said this stuff. Yeah, it's very hard to get comedy right. Um, Tim Schafer's talked about this too a lot. How it's hard to get comedy in a video game because it's all about timing. Yeah, so, I mean, like Double Fine comes to mind because a lot of their games are really, really funny, and they, they do a good job of that. So, and other than that, there really aren't too many other games I can think of that do that really well. Um, aside from maybe like Telltale, like Telltale's done that pretty well too in some of their games, like Sam and Max. That Max are great. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Are funny games, but yeah, those yeah. Are adventure games, but I feel like they have more control over just pacing as far as like Softworks a little bit all over the place because you can kind of like do stuff in certain orders. But I feel like the humor in South Park works well in a video game because a lot of the funny stuff in South Park is just very quick one-liners, or if it's are kind of like these long-tiered jokes, like Man Bear Pig. It's like, yeah, you'll get. Yeah, we started this joke. Oh yeah, don't forget, we'll get back to it later. Like, it holds up well in that particular thing. But yeah, just we don't see that many funny games out there. Like you think of like Duke Nukem, a game that was trying to like intentionally be funny, yeah, fun at the industry. And it just all fell very flat. But I mean, it also helps if you're gonna poke fun at the video game industry, at, at like video games, that you make a good video game yourself. Right. That's true. Which is why I think Soft Park is really good because it makes fun of like RPG tropes and like fantasy game tropes, but in itself is a good fantasy RPG. Yeah. Like, well, that was my problem. Like I started playing Deadpool for whatever reason. And oh, why? <laughs> I, I had it on my Steam. Watch. <laughs> Try this. Like, how do I not? How have I not played this game? And yeah, they poke a lot of fun. It's like, oh, you got to sit through another fucking tutorial. Yet you're in a tutorial. Like, what the like? You you can't just make fun of a tutorial and put me in a twenty minute tutorial. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Oh man. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, KG Inafune has something coming out for the 3DS. Tell us about that. 
Um, so yes, he. Let me pull up the news. Hey, you wrote it. I don't remember all the. details. So okay. Uh, so Keiji Inafune, he has a new uh, 3DS exclusive coming out called Azure Striker Gunfold. Um, and Keiji Inafune is from uh, Mega Man and Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they they released a trailer, and it's gonna be an action platformer. Uh, it looks pretty intense. So uh, yeah, I I think it looks pretty cool, and uh, I don't think they announced any release right now for the, the uh, West, but it'll be coming out in Japan uh, pretty soon. I'm looking forward to it. It's KG Inafune, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then I'll build... Yeah, go ahead. Inafune. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's coming out uh, this summer in Japan. Uh, nice. But the West, West there's no uh, release date announced yet. <laughs> Alright, and the last bit here, this is kind of fun. So, Troy Baker wants to go head-to-head with Nolan North and, like, some kind of acting thing. And I find it funny because Troy Baker has now become the new Nolan North. He's in everything. I think they're trying, I get, I think they're trying to get into the same game. Yeah, I'm that's actually, what it is. They're trying to get into the same game. No, and, they, yeah. they have, that's too much. They, <laughs> yeah. they have been, though, because uh, Nolan North was in Last of Us. He voiced one of the characters in there. Uh, he was on Batman. They yeah, that too. Yeah, he was. He was yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, if we... Penguin and uh, Nolan and uh, Troy Baker was Two-Face, I think, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah, and and they're going to be in the upcoming Batman game too. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they've already crossed paths, but they, they he wants to do like a buddy <laughs> cop thing, uh, <laughs> you know. Troy, Troy Baker versus Nolan North video game. I, I can I'd be down with that. Oh, like, that'd be great. George, <laughs> say that again. What happened? I said I want to see them in like a sing off or something. That would be, be awesome. Yeah. Well, the thing is, yeah, Nolan could um he could sing, and you have Troy Baker actually playing guitar because he knows how to play guitar, and they make sure you know that in every game. Hey, by the way, I can play guitar. Like Noel and um, what's his face? Joel, I call him. Yeah, Joel and um, <laughs> B- Booker. They both play guitar, and their actor just so happens to play guitar too. Coincidence? <laughs> I, I hate how we have we know like a stalkerish amount of information about Nolan North and Jordan. No, no, we're, we're video game journalists. We're supposed that to know this shit. Yeah, excuse me. That's that. Yes, video game journalists. It's important that we know that Troy Baker like plays guitar. <laughs> And like really loves cats, like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We we gotta let the people know this stuff. <laughs> um, and that's actually it for the news. So let's talk about what we've been playing this week. Uh, George, we know where you're playing. Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> Anything besides Deadpool or Titanfall? Uh, no, uh, lots of Titanfall. That just kind of came out of nowhere. I really do want to get into a Dark Souls, but I'm afraid that. I probably won't touch Dark Souls until maybe late April, until maybe like maybe the PC when the PC version comes out I'll probably touch it. But uh, no, a lot of Titanfall, a lot of South Park, which I'm still really digging. So my conclusion is I just think Dave just is not a big fan of South Park, and if you're and that's the thing, if you're not a fan of South Park, you're just not going to enjoy this game. Yeah, I, I could already hear people going, George, you should have reviewed the game, man. Well, what's the point? I mean, I mean. It, and to me, that's an interesting take of like, hey, what if you're not a South Park fan, then you're just reviewing a fantasy RPG, which is valid. Yeah. And, you know, which is fine. But it's like, and he already addressed it in his reviews, like, yeah, if you're a South Park fan, you're going to like this game, so who cares what the score is? So Yeah, exactly. That's fine. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get into a whole review score discussion, but it's like, who cares? If you're a South Park fan and you're told that the game works, so that's fine. His review says, hey, it's a decent RPG. It's not fucking broken, and if you like software, you'll dig it, and that's it. That's all the validation you need. Exactly, I agree. Ryan, what about you? Uh, so I just had my review of Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 2, uh, that went up today on the site. Uh, so check it out, Go people. check that out. So, 
Uh, I liked it a lot. It was really good. So. Oh, the feels. Are you okay? Yeah, I was I was only crying for a little bit afterward, but yeah, <laughs> Just I'm, I'm a okay. Bit. I'm doing well. It's been a week, so I've recovered. Um, I haven't jumped and on then, yet. I'm still waiting. I yeah, don't me too. I'm going to wait for all of them to come out. Yeah, I think at this point I might as well just wait for the whole season to come out. Yeah. But I hate I'm, not being part of the discussion. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised, like, because I remember, I think I talked to Diana about that. She did the same thing, where, like, you, like they waited. Like, I can't wait for the episodes to come out, so, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do that to wait, like, for the entire thing to come out. Because at this point, they probably won't be done until like the fall, probably. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, we'll 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 be talking about the Game of Thrones games and like, oh man, episode four of Walking Dead and the first episode of Game. Like, I feel like we're gonna start getting into that territory where everything. Like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm getting that same vibe with uh with uh, Wolf Among Us, where it's just like, fuck, I need this. When's episode three coming out? Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of nice now because now it's like you know when when Walking Dead comes out, then like Wolf Among Us will be out the next month, and then Walking Dead will come back. So it's it's nice they've got this kind of schedule going. Um, but anyway, aside from Walking Dead, the review, um, I also finished Yoshi's New Island on 3DS. Um, my reviews, my review's going up tomorrow. Um, and then other than that, oh, about like two hours ago, I bought uh, Banner Saga, so I'm going to be playing that next. Oh, um, so that'll be, that'll be next. Yep. Awesome. Pressed. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I, dead. I, already, I already got depressed enough from Walking Dead, so now uh, Banner Saga is going to be <laughs> my next one. Oh, man, as for myself, all right, so I'm playing uh, Atelier right now. I'm going to be reviewing that. Don't ask me when that review is coming. It'll come eventually because I have – What are like, you playing? Uh, it's called Atelier, um, Esca, and Lodgy. It's an RPG. Um, is it Al- Alteria? Okay, I thought it was Atelier, but then in the actual game. game? Is that – yeah. The Freaky Alchemist game. Okay, that was just yeah, like it, it's the Freaky like, Alchemist game. <laughs> what? Like what? What game is this? <laughs> yeah, I used to think it was like Atelier, and then in the game they're like the Atelier. I'm like, okay, it's Atelier now. You know, um, I've never played a single game in the series. I never even heard of this fucking series. Oh no, no, I've I reviewed I think the second game in that series, and it's 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 a Japanese RPG. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll give you guys a little taste right now. Yeah, it's very different. It's not what I was like when I read the description of it. I'm like the main game focuses on alchemy. I'm like that doesn't sound very appealing because the whole game, the, the main core mechanic is you alchemize shit to make more stuff. It's like okay. Um, our, our own Chad Ackerman, he reviewed the last four games in the series. He gave them all very high scores. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I, I feel like that game has a very niche audience, and if you're, fan, yeah. yeah, I feel it's one of those. If you're a fan of this franchise, you probably you probably cannot wait for this game to come out. I think if you're a normal person, you're just kind of like, wait, how how do you say the title? Like that. that, that yeah, like that's where that's where we're going. So I mean, it's not bad. It's just you're right. It's a niche thing. Um, and I'm expect I can't say them now, but I'm expecting potentially three games that are coming out next week for review. So it's like. Dumb, you know that's a lot of shit, but it's gonna be cool. So, um, yeah. and I'm trying to play Bravely Default wherever I can because that game one is of those, really fun. Are one of these games a guy with an eye patch? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll just. A stay pirate there. game. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, so I'm re- I'm gonna be doing a pirate game. <laughs> um, and and a ninja game, and potentially a smoky kind of game. I'll leave it there. <laughs> Teasing, um, and that's all I'm playing right now. And what else? I, I want to go back to some other stuff, but you know, when you're reviewing games, you got to just stick with it. You can't deviate too much. It kind of sucks. Yeah, I know that. I know that. I know that, man. 
Yeah, like yeah, dude. Like when you say like I'm playing as a player, this is great. I'm like, oh, I, I miss I, that. I know you're playing. So like the good part about like getting my Titanfall review done is that like now I can just kind of like enjoy Titanfall, or like I can play Titanfall for like 45 minutes tonight and totally be okay because I'm pretty sure I played for like 12 hours yesterday and wanted to kill my. <laughs> I was enjoying every second of it, and nice. I told you. Um, oh, and I found out my, the review will be up tomorrow morning, so keep an eye out for it. Yeah. But yeah, I. I I had an initial score in mind, and then I actually bumped it up half a point because at some point at work today, I spent like a good 15, 20 minutes just thinking about Titanfall. I was like, oh, you know, this, I think this, this loadout worked well for me with the plasma rifle. I'm the parkour. Yeah, 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 that'll work. So I'm sure you're like, <laughs> you leave like having like positive thoughts about the game where it's like, I'm going to go back to the shit. I'm going to have like the best loadout, and I'm going to fucking jump kick people right in the face because that is by far my favorite thing to do in Titanfall is just... Rope-a-dope, jump, and then you just do, like, a spinning jump. <laughs> it looks ridiculous when you see, like, other people do it, because it's, like, physically impossible to get a guy to spin like that. But, man, when when you just... It's super sad when you just kick a guy in the face and you just kind of giggle. It's like, how did that kill you? Like, okay, cool. Like That's awesome. You know, that actually reminds me of something... This is how you know I got too uh, um, obsessed with Mass Effect. I would dream in conversation wheels. <laughs> that's how you know I got. I played a little bit too much of this shit, but I, I'm glad you're actually enjoying it. That's fucking great. Oh yeah, you know? Titanfall's a great shooter. So I mean, if you have an Xbox One, this is probably the game you were waiting for. Kind of like how PS4 people were like, "Oh, thank God Infamous comes out next week." I don't really <laughs> want games to play. <laughs> and Titanfall's on PC, so if you got a super PC, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm 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 hearing uh, I'm the servers are a little wonky on PC. I'm hearing, but uh, the game looks amazing. On PC, so if you have if you don't have an excellent system, scoop it up on PC and just bask in the frames and the <laughs> shit. Bask in the amazingness that is Titanfall. All right, guys. So that's the show. Thank you for listening. I was staff writer Tony Polanco, and I was joined by Ryan Meitzler. Metal Gear. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, of George Jimenez. Guys, if there's anything in the world bothering you. The simple solution is to drop a Titan on it. <laughs> and this is why we saved you for last, my friend. All right, guys. Thanks for watching, listening. We'll see you next week. Peace.